The Gestalt Gardener podcast is brought to you by Variscosity Vein Center, providing health assessment screenings and compassionate care to improve your vascular functionality and quality of life. Our doctors and vein specialists offer solutions to painful varicose veins, spider veins, and other venous diseases to our patients. Now offering complimentary vein screenings in Jackson, Madison, and Ridgeland. Information and appointment scheduling at varicosityveincenter.com. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Woods Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, spring is in the air, and it's time to look around the house and start cleaning. But after you tackle the windows and baseboards, turn your thoughts towards cleaning up where you live online. Now, after months of neglect... On your email, places you visit online, and your actual computer, it can use some spring cleaning attention as well. So today on Everyday Tech, we're going to discuss spring cleaning your technology. Now, to be a part of this conversation, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. Good morning. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Louis Couture, information technology expert at New Core Steel in Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Now, Jeremy Thompson will be out today. All right, now, spring shouldn't be the only time you change your batteries and smoke detectors and fill your taxes out. I understand that. People do that during spring, but your digital life needs some attention as well. So today we're going to discuss spring cleaning your tech, from tech tips to back up your data to ideas on how to keep your social media life neat and tidy. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Spring cleaning your tech. Man, yes. And I have seen some that could really, they could use a good old, big old bottle of Lysol and pine saw and every other saw you can come across. Looks like you're needing to spring clean that microphone for I you know, over there. I know. I'm trying to not take it <laughs> apart. Okay. Um, you know, when we talk about spring cleaning, of course, people think about their homes. We were talking about grass yeah. earlier before uh, the show started. Mowing your grass and getting all that garage cleaned and that closet that you've been walking past for decades. It's time to clean it out. But, you know, we don't think about and we talked about this on the show, previous um, shows, your emails, your files, pictures, your phone's getting cluttered. It's going slower. Yeah. It's probably because it needs to be cleaned out. Well, it really is. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned garage. I mean, I, you know, I don't have times my wife told me I need to clean the garage. I said, look, honey, I said, I'm going to get to it. You don't have to remind me every six <laughs> months. I'll get to it. But I finally did get to it. And um, but I find so many times that keeping the tech clean is just about as as daunting as getting into that garage or that closet because, you know, throughout the year, throughout the days going by, you know, it's, oh, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. And uh, that round two, it never turns to, turns up, and you mm-hmm. end up just kind of, it, it looks so overwhelming. You're like, oh, my gosh, what do I do right now? Mm-hmm. And and for all the listeners, I did get to see how many unread messages were in, oh, wow. in, in Michelle's email box. and <laughs> She had a lot of round two it's in there. <laughs> But um, Well, you know what? That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, some people, like me, we think it's a pain and we think, oh, it's a big hassle. We don't want to do it or we don't know how to do it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We're going to talk about how to st- where to start, number one, what you need and what you need and what you want to do. So right. that's what we're going to start. We're going to start right there. Well, you know, and they, they, you know, it's like the uh, the cliche or whatever. You know, how do you, how do you eat an elephant mm-hmm. one bite at a time? <laughs> and it's really it's the same way with cleaning up your tech stuff. You got to remember these are 
you know, um, if we start talking about the physical aspects of them, your computer is a physical device. You know, we've all, if you've been anywhere around a computer, a laptop, your phone, you'll feel they get warm. Well, they could be getting warm because they're getting dirt inside mm-hmm, of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they need to be clean just like you would clean your house. Mm-hmm. And and how many of us, when it comes to a bunch of files on there, um, you know, if I were to ask you to go find, let's just say, you know, your resume or uh, your favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe, could you actually go into your digital files and find that? Or say maybe a picture from the birthday party three years ago and you remember that outfit you were wearing was just so on point. <laughs> but, you know, if it's not organized... It's very hard to get to that, but we got to figure out, you know, what does organization mean for you? My wife has a very good method of organizing, say, for example, our digital photos. You know, she's got folders that go by years, and inside of the folders are different events. And, of course, it's like a catch-all miscellaneous event. So, so you can sit there and say, okay, what was, you know, my daughter's third birthday party? You know, she could go right to the year, right to the folder, and she could find all the pictures that were worth that event. But, I mean, but it takes her doing that ahead of time, and there have been times she's had to actually go back and clean that up. And you know what? You sound like you have a wonderful wife. Oh, she's amazing. She's an asset to you. (laughs) But let's start from the beginning. Uh, Okay, it's springtime. Someone wants to clean up their tech. Their files, their uh, emails, their actual phone is getting cluttered, um, and their hardware. What should you do first? Well, first off, think about what's your pain point? What's kind of causing you a hassle? What, quite honestly, what have you been avoiding? What's that big item you've been avoiding? Um, you know, you want to look at that, but I also kind of remind people, what's maybe a small item you can kind of knock out and get that really good sense of accomplishment first? You know, maybe it could just be as simple as, hey, I need to go into my phone. I'm not running these 30 apps mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and delete them, get them out of the way, get the, cl- get the visual clutter out of my phone. That's something that you could sit there and, and, you know, do pretty darn quick and probably feel pretty good at the end of that. So I kind of like that quick sense of accomplishment, a lot easier maybe than digging off into your computer hard drive that you haven't played with in, you know, a year or two. You've just been dumping stuff over. So basically you're saying, first of all, we need to get organized, find out what we need right. and what we want. Right. Find so, out what you need. So get organized under our needs. Um, if you see you have wires and hardware everywhere, you have a clutter of wires here and there, that's a need. Oh, that's right? a huge need. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. If your social media site seems cluttered and junky and you have friends or you follow people that you don't even know who they are, they follow you, that's the time to see. That's a need or a want. Oh, it definitely is. Maybe I, clean that social media site up as yep. well, correct? correct? Well, today we're talking about cleaning up your tech. We want you to be a part of this conversation. Give us a call. Tell us about what you need to spring clean in your tech world. The number to call is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. That's one eight seven seven mpb ring Give us a call or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So, again, we talked about where to start. What's your needs? What's your wants? Now, um, I was doing research on the show for this show, and a lot of people were talking about actual things that you can clean your phone with, you know, um, wipes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, how many, you know, think about where all our phones go with Mm. us. And how nasty it actually gets. It was a mom blog, and they were talking about how grimy your phone or how many germs your phone actually has on it. And we don't think about that. Taking your out-of-box case off and actually getting in there. When you look at my phone right now, I was looking at it last night in class. All the little grimy things. I'm like, what is, my phone is nasty. But you go to your office or go to your house, house, and you see something dirty, you clean it. Right, right. But we don't think about that. What about like, you know, and also your keyboard, mm. maybe your keyboard and your mouse and your computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some other people that have experienced this year, but I know we've had, the flu has made, I don't know how many different rounds through our office there. And, you know, we'll all go through spraying Lysol in the air, but does anybody ever stop for a second and think, Clean your phone because you're putting it up to your mouth, and while you're talking to your friend on the phone, you probably coughed, and there's a couple of germs there. And then, you know, your hands touch so much technology, mm-hmm. and we so many times don't think about it. And you know, now we'll warn people: don't just sit there and just dip your entire phone in a big old bucket of Clorox. <laughs> you know, Someone you s- said that um, yesterday. They were talking about they have specific wipes they and do. chemical things that actually can clean your technology, and it's not the typical wipe. It's not a Clorox wipe. 
you have to be very careful of how you clean your phone and how you clean your tech devices. Well, you do in general. I mean, they've they've gotten much more resilient. Um, but like, for example, even just cleaning like your TV or you know your computer screens. I would advise people, for the most part, turn them off. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Turn them off. Just kind of wipe them. Um, n- not that the risk is nearly as bad now as it used to be, say, years ago with some different technology. But, you know, um, I would not use very heavy mm-hmm. cleaners. Um, I know something I pick on my wife. She believes Windex can clean anything. <laughs> uh, and it does pretty dang good. It's not an overly aggressive cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a big fan of those little Clorox wipes. Mm-hmm. If you've seen those, you know, just like the little cloths you pull on out. Those, to me, are great, like around desks. And I have a wireless keyboard and wireless mouse, but I'll turn those off, and I'll just really kind of give them a good scrub. And, a, mm-hmm. and like for the keyboard, turn it upside down, give it a good shaking, get the Big Macs and the Quarter Pounders to fall out yeah, of it. We're going to actually talk about that yeah. a little later in the show, how you actually clean your keyboard, clean your hard drive, your modems, and things yeah. like that, and how and why that is important to the livelihood of your computer and your devices, of course. Well, it's time for our first break, but when we return, we'll continue our discussion on spring cleaning your technology. Now, if you have any spring cleaning questions or any general tech questions, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464, or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Our expert is standing by, ready to help. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. Radio Reading Service provides blind Mississippians like me with access to news, books, and sale info that helps me save money. That's my MPB story. That might sound like loose change to you, but to us here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting, it sounds like support. Now with the program Change by Soft Giving, you can round up your change from everyday purchases and support MPB and the programs you love. With every purchase, you show your support for smart, entertaining, and engaging programs that benefit all Mississippians. Sign up today by visiting mpbonline.org support and click Donate Your Change. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. And now on today's show, we're discussing spring cleaning your tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech expert, Wilt Couture. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, we were discussing how to figure out what you need and what you want before you get started cleaning. So before you tackle the big task of cleaning out those email address, you know, your big email address, uh, we talked about mine. It's ridiculous. I just need to shut it down and start a new one. <laughs> yeah, or, just about. Yeah. Or, no, we're going we're gonna to work through it. We're yeah, going to get that going. We, and actually, uh, to let everyone know, we actually did do that. I am on the road to recovery. I have a new email address. Yay. Drum roll, please, Java. I need the hand claps. I need claps or whatever. He's clapping. He's clapping. So I have officially a new email address, and we're going to work um, every week and try to filter things to the new one. I feel like a new person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of a new person, she's not a new person. We're going to go to the phone lines and speak with Mikey from Mobile. Good morning, Mikey. Well, I'm a bit embarrassed, I must admit, to give this tip. <laughs> oh, what's the I tip? Not, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, go, I'm really going to get around to taking my own advice, okay? Especially with the flu just passing stuff. Um, but uh, everybody, whether it's te- you know electronic or not, clean your keys and your doorknobs. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, whether it's electronic or not. It, 
you need to, and I forget, I forget about it. I used to make myself do it twice a year. I'm behind on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we t- we had the show because springtime, you know, of course people talk about spring cleaning their home. It's a good time to remember to clean your technology as well. So, you know, not just we're going to talk about that later, not just during yeah. the spring, but it's a good time to remember, oh yeah, let me start looking and see what I can clear out the clutter. How I can clear out the cl- clutter and make my um hardware a little more, you know, safe and is it safe to use alcohol to clean things like your your um you know uh, phone keys or uh, you know i mean your phone pads and and stuff like that there you can tell how ignorant i am about no no i mean and and actually a lot of a lot of those cleaners that you'll see they actually have a little bit of alcohol base to them now i wouldn't say go in there um with you know like a really strong alcohol base but yeah that would that would not be a problem one thing i will forewarn you though like on keys like especially keyboards etc is a lot of times those the numbers and letters are kind of like stickers or just painted on. So if you get too aggressive with it, you could end up kind of erasing your your uh, your your key names there. Mm. Now, uh, Mikey, um, yesterday again, like I said, when I did some research for this topic, they actually have certain wipes and certain uh, cleaners for technology. So if you're looking for something, you can go ahead and just Google maybe. You know, wipes for computer keyboards. wipes, uh, computer wipes, because they have certain chemicals in it that's not too harsh and won't hurt your keyboard or mess up your keys. So I would look into that as well. Thank you all so much. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks for calling. Yeah, all I don't right. know how many times I've seen keyboards where half of the keys are missing and usually <laughs> lotion. People oh, who yeah. put a lot of lotion yeah. on their fingers yeah. and on their oh. hands. That will wipe out keyboards hey, in well, a that's heartbeat. Me all day. And then, um, <laughs> you know, when you spill that cup of coffee on your keyboard, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Then you have the sticky keys, and mm-hmm. they, they're stuck and stuff. Everybody has that keyboard that uh, does that. But, you know, let's talk about your phone. Let's start with the phone. Sure. Uh, of course, phones are all over the place. But we're not talking about the outside of it. We're actually talking about the inside, your social media sites, your 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 apps, and all those things that clutter up your phone. So, uh, how do you, how many things you think are on your phone that's taking up valuable space? Probably very, very little. I don't know how many phones I've come across. Like especially if we're having to say someone's phone messes up, and we have to replace it, and you're trying to back it up, and they'll have sixty, seventy, eighty some odd apps on there, and I have to look at it and go, you know. Do you really actually ever use any of it? It's amazing how much now, especially, oh, my Lord, if it's a free app, we just got to download it mm-hmm. and then never open it up again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's kind of like a pet peeve to me is if it's on my phone, I've got to be using it. Other than that, I can remove it. If I need it back later, I'll come back and download it again later. Uh, even if you've paid for them, you can still go back and get them later. Maybe you paid for one a while back. You're kind of finding, you know, I don't really use that that much anymore. Mm-hmm. If you remove it, the store remembers that you've already paid for it. It's not like you have to pay for it again. So it's okay to remove stuff and make it a little bit easier to find what you need on your phone. Now, you just made a point. A lot of people don't know that point. They think if they delete it, like you said, it's it's gone, I have to pay for it again. But say that again. A lot of people don't know. They can delete all those apps that they don't oh, yeah. use. Yeah, if you whether you paid for it or not. Once you own it, you own it. So, you know, free apps, of course, you can always just get those back. But it, it's so easy to go back if you, let's just say, you know, I'm not using this app that much anymore. But about, a, you know, um, I'll use this one for an example, like the Disney app. The Disney app was great uh, last summer when we went on our Disney trip. Used it, used it, used it. You know, it helped us to get around the park and everything. Well, once the Disney trip was over with, it really didn't have a purpose. I mean, I, I, it couldn't get me out of my neighborhood. You know, it's great to go to right, the park, but right. no good for me at home. So I removed it. Now, if I go to Disney again, I just download it again. Once I own it, I own it. Mm-hmm. So tell me, when you have too many apps or all those apps on your phone, it's eating up your space, correct? It is definitely eating up space. And I have noticed that apps through the years have actually started getting a little bit, you know, they used to be a lot smaller because phones had much less available mm-hmm. space. Well, now they're getting much bigger and much more elaborate. Think about some of the games that are out there. These are, you know, full feature 3D, not quite 3D, mm. but, you know, they're getting larger and larger mm. and larger. And so, yeah, putting all those extra apps on there really could eat up, you know, precious taking pictures time. I mean, that's mm-hmm. another common complaint we hear about mm-hmm. phones is like, I'm out of space. I got to delete some photos. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm kind of a big believer. I don't like to delete photos mm-hmm. if I don't have to. I mean, I took that picture for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the deleting your photos. Um, if you delete a photo... It's it's okay 
to, if you make sure it's in the cloud, correct? Right. As long as you've backed it up. Backing backing up your data is what's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say, you know, if you're going to get rid of your photos on there, you want to go ahead and get them out. But make sure that you actually have them somewhere. You don't want to lose those memories because right. really once you delete it, it's gone. Right, right. Make sure it's in the cloud. We talked about the cloud last week. So I'm sure if you're an everyday tech fan, you know what the cloud is and you know what it does. So now you can use the cloud. Now let's talk about Facebook and Instagram, Those that Facebook profile. Uh, what should you do uh, when you're ready to clean up your Facebook Oh, Lord, when you're ready to clean that is like an eternal question. We could do an entire show on just how to clean, clean up, up Facebook. Facebook. I don't know how many people out there I hear about, you know, going through your news feed. It's like, oh, my gosh, the clutter, the clutter, mm-hmm. the cluttered people and mm-hmm. the cluttered information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, to me, that, that maintenance really becomes important. You have to think about who all is sitting there. If you have people that are mentally taxing on you and you're not enjoying your social media anymore, mm-hmm. Maybe it is time to clean it on up. Maybe it is time to unfollow a few people. That doesn't mean you have to unfriend them, but you can maybe just unfollow them. Maybe uh, some folks post just a little bit too much and it gets on your nerves. You know, don't, don't be afraid to unfollow and, and straighten it out a little bit for you. They talked about that. Uh, it is yesterday they talked about that on um, Relatively Speaking, but how Instagram and uh, especially Instagram and Facebook – it causes depression, and it can cause depression, put it that way. And uh, if you listen to our Southern Remedy um, shows at 11 o'clock, we give a lot of advice about how to use social media responsibly. And it is okay to unfollow people or, again, n- not follow people at all. Exactly. Unfriend and- people because they're pulling your existence. They're, pu- they're draining you. Well, I mean, wh- what would you do in real life? Mm-hmm. I mean, quite honestly, in real life, if you had a person, an acquaintance that was just dragging you down. I mean, what would pretty much anybody out there, any counselor, anyone else would advise you? You don't need to be in toxic relationships. And that same thing goes for our, our social media area. You know, I mean, I, I get on there. I like to have fun. I, I you know, post jokes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we got to really think about that. That's part of your spring cleaning. It is. It is. Cleaning up that Facebook. And then we talked about uh, a lot of people don't know that sometimes when you initiate your Facebook page or your Instagram page, you sign up for things that you 10 years later or, or five years later, you really don't need. Go back and look at those um, things that you have on your page, those, um, um, what we're talking about, those initiating well, you, type things that you actually signed up for that you didn't even know you signed up for. Or if you took a quiz that day to find out what kind of uh, donut you are mm-hmm. or whatever those other things mm-hmm. are on there. You know, once you actually take those little links and those little quizzes on there, they will mm-hmm. miraculously sign you up for all kinds of stuff right. you may not realize. So you got to clean that up too. And the way you do that is if you go to your Facebook profile and you look what's all you have under your access, you can actually right. change those things. So that's yes. your right to go in and change what you have under your access. Oh yeah. Your Remove profile. them. Right. Remove them. Change right. them. Make sure they can't, uh, you know, Make sure they don't get in your way. Don't let it clutter your life. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a phone call from Olive Branch. Sarah, good morning, Sarah. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, yes, I hope this is a simple question. I don't know how to actually check the cloud to, to see. I mean, I have backup, and I, buy, I pay for extra storage on my phone, but I don't really know how to go to see if things are actually being stored. Well, what you uh, is this an iPhone, Android? iPhone. Uh, for iPhone, you would actually go to I believe it's iCloud dot com, i c l o u d dot com, and once you log in there, you can actually see what information from your phone has been uploaded. So you can see maybe files, uh, game profiles, your you know phone contacts, any pictures that have been uploaded and such. You can just log into the website and you'll actually see what's in there. You would just use your regular. Um, iCloud iTunes password in order to do that from the website. Pictures automatic when it backs up during the night, which is when it's supposed to do it, are they automatically being backed up? If your setting on your phone is to allow that, then yes. And I presume with you saying that you're actually paying for extra storage space, more than and usually the people who have to have extra storage space are the ones who are actually backing up their photos to the cloud. But a way that you can check that is you would go into your settings app, and and at the top where you see you'll probably see your name. Mm-hmm. You click in there, and you should see an iCloud button, 
And once you go in there, you can see apps using iCloud. And if Photos is on, then that means that it is sending photos, your photos into there. And it will show you all the other stuff that's being sent there, such as your mail account, your contacts, calendars, and things like that. Okay. Can I ask one more question? Sure, sure. I have a hard time manipulating my photos on my my laptop, not my phone, but my laptop. Mm-hmm. And I want and y'all talking about cleaning up and all that and organizing. Is there a quick way to tell me how to do that? Well, and but uh, in in what way are you talking for your photos? About just just trying to move them or yeah, well, move them and consolidate them into files and you know just. I don't know. They're just all over the place on my laptop, and I just don't know how to manipulate them. Well, really, the biggest thing is going to be is, you know, you can select multiples at a time, and and really your cut, copy, and paste are are your biggest friends on that. Um, So, for example, you can actually right-click and drag, and it will create a square over, say, like a large amount of photos. Um, or you can actually hold down your shift key, select the first photo, and then hold down your shift key and select the last photo, say, like in a, inside of an area. And that will select all of those. And then you can just right-click on them and tell it to cut and then move them to a different location, say, like another folder that you may want to put them into. Where my wife organizes a lot of hers at is under the My Pictures folder. And then she puts them in there again by years and then by different events. But it, it really there's no – there's not much of a shortcut because – Something in, something can't be intelligent enough to know what you want where. So really, you have to kind of just go in there and just grab a whole bunch and move them. But you can select more than one at a time, so it's not like you have to just move one at a time. Take your folder first and then drag them into the folder? Yes, ma'am, you can do that. Okay, okay. Well, that gives me something to work on then. Thank you. All right, well, wonderful. Thank Let you, us Ms. know Sarah. if we can help more. Yes. This is what this show is about. If you have any questions on any general tech or about spring cleaning your tech, that's what we're talking about today. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We're going to take one more call before our second break. We're going to go to Port Gibson and speak to our friend Linda. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Hi. You have a question or yeah. comment this morning? I have a question as well as a comment. Okay. Uh, Sometimes I have to, I'll be on uh, Facebook and going through some of my messages, and sometimes I have to just walk away uh, for a while because some of them are so toxic. I get tired of the political ones, but I don't want to delete the person. And, uh, Amen. I come back, I come back a, a week or so later, you know, I could get around on it. But... Uh, I want to know how can you delete some of those messages? Well, there's a couple of different ways. For one, if you have, say, like um, a friend that is just, just maybe they've just gotten on a tear and they are just oh, really, yeah. really, you know, what I typically do in that particular case is I would actually go to that friend's page and you can look under the settings and I will click and unfollow, not unfriend. But unfollow, and with unfollow, I will no longer see their posts in my news feed. But I can still be friends with them if I still wanted to tag them on things or maybe go look and, you know, follow some other things that they're doing that don't fall back on that toxic side of things. Another new feature they've just added in Facebook that I actually really kind of like is if you're at that post and you see the little three dots off to the upper right corner of their post, if you click on that, there'll actually be a snooze for 30 days button. And what that will do is that will actually, for 30 days, you will not see any of their posts in your newsfeed, which to me is great. It's like, you know, I mean, I, I really like following them. Maybe, you know, due to current events or something going on, they've just kind of, let's just be honest, they've just kind of gotten on my nerves. I'll snooze someone for 30 days like, look, you know, I don't want you total, I don't want to totally unfollow you, but I don't want to deal with you right now. <laughs> You know what, Linda? I wish we could snooze people in real life, huh? You know, I, I've been—I'm sure there's a scientist out there somewhere working on that. I want to snooze you for thirty days. I don't want to have any contact with you for thirty days. And then in thirty Ooh. days, we can we can reconnect. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But you know that that little snooze button—that was one of the—that's one of my favorite features they've actually put on there, and it has been great because I'm kind of like you, Miss Linda. It's just it, it can kind of it can get definitely toxic. Wow. 
But what about those chain messages? Can you, what can you do to get rid of those? I mean, it's just message after message of chain letters. Like and like, and like people sending them to you in your email. Yes. That I think it takes a a big stick and a whop in their head. <laughs> now, usually that actually comes from if some people have fallen for say like a little scam click or something. They're very very hard to delete. Really, the best way to, to kind of defend defend yourself against those is just once you get them, just say delete. And if they're coming from the same friend over and over again, I would probably recommend reaching out to that friend. It's like, look, whatever it is you're doing, stop because you are just spamming the heck out of us but it's very very hard it's kind of like keeping junk mail out of your mailbox it's very hard to defend once they have your information mm-hmm. um now you can also on some of those kind of things uh, if it's not in your message like if it's in your news feed and you're seeing constant little things like that like from games and everything else you can actually do the same thing go over to the little dot 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 and then say i think the, i think the option is hide and you won't see notifications from say that program anymore oh. Well, thank you, Linda, for calling in. I hope those uh, things helped, and I hope you won't see those news feeds or uh, those toxic people anymore. I hope that helps everyone, too. Well, time for another quick break, but when we get back, we'll continue our discussion on spring cleaning your tech. Now, what are your thoughts? We want to hear from you. Phone lines are open. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. As donors, we know that MPB makes a difference. Felder on MPB Radio was the catalyst that inspired us to include tea production on our blueberry farm. Our business continues to grow. That's That's our MPB MPB story. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology expert, Wilts Couture. IT instructor at uh, Holmes Community College, and he is the IT expert at New Core Steel here in Jackson and Flowood. All right. Well, today we're talking about spring cleaning your tech. We had a lot of great questions and a lot of good tips on how to unfollow toxic people, how to clean up that email. Uh, But what we didn't get to is changing your password. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're um, wanting you to join in our conversation. If you have any spring cleaning questions or spring cleaning tips. Oh, yeah, I'm all for tips. Come on, bring them on. Any way you know it's easier to clean a a junked up email or cluttered email or cluttered phones, if you have some tips, give us a call and let us know how you spring clean your tech. Or if you have any general tech questions, the number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Now, again, before uh, the break, we didn't get to the biggest thing, and you and Jeremy talk about this a lot, but changing your passwords you know just like they say that uh the time change is a wonderful time to remember to change the batteries in your smoke detectors we really need to have something out there where we're thinking about changing our passwords it seems every day you can't go a day without hearing the news that more accounts have been compromised Uh, i believe that orbits made the news yesterday about eight hundred thousand accounts compromised it's just constantly happening and, and let's just be Let's just be honest with each other and realize a lot of folks use the same passwords for everything. Mm -hmm. So if site A gets compromised, (laughs) site B, C, and D are now Mm -hmm. in danger. Um, So it's really important for us to think about that. And as part of our spring cleaning endeavors, we really want to think about changing those passwords. But don't change it, you know – what's the common? You know, well, my my, my current password is password one. I'm going to change it to password two. Okay, come on. Let's put some thought into that, folks. Uh, what I tell a lot of folks, think of it more of like a past phrase. Don't just think of a dictionary word, but think of different phrases or sayings or song lyrics or Bible verses or something you can recite back into your head that would be difficult for someone to guess, but at the same time easy for you to remember. 
So acronyms. Yeah, acronyms. Right. Acronyms are great. You know, it's like I used to say. You know, one that I like to use as an example. Never use this one because mm-hmm. it's probably hacked somewhere now. But like, you know, I'm, I'm a Saints fan. So who that say they're going to beat them Saints? Mm-hmm. The first letter of each of those. Mm-hmm. But at, you know. Or you can make your own acronym up, something that's personal to you yeah. that, no, like you said, no one will get. Something that maybe my daughter and I, we'd laugh about or talk about our yeah. favorite song or something like that, our favorite movie exactly. or something. An fr- inside joke. Exactly, that no one could possibly know or guess that. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, to and you know, while we don't necessarily, you know, I mean, I understand if you're going into Ooh. this, think about what could happen if somebody compromised one of those passwords. I mean, you know, kind of going on back, I've, I've heard of people being, you know, hacked on Facebook and all of a sudden people start putting really obnoxious things out there. Think about how much of our finances are tied online. So mm-hmm. if your Facebook password and your bank account password are the same or similar, you've got a potential problem yeah. and it's a problem that only you can fix. So it is really important to think about that. Think about your passwords. And it's the thing, every time I say passwords and like, you know, in my IT role, you're always going to get eye rolls, shoulder shrugs, <laughs> and groans. People despise passwords, but think of ways, you know, you can make it doable. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about managing your files. Uh, we talked about phones and cleaning your phones and cleaning your apps up and cleaning your email, but let's talk about your files, these, your emails and your actual uh, files that you have on your um, tablets or your phones or your computers. What should you do? Uh, the first thing you should do when you're thinking about uh, managing those? Well, really, the first thing you should really do is really look through those with a critical eye and think about what do you really need? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, I have a particular file, an encrypted file that has all of my tax returns for quite a few years going back. I really need them. So I want to make sure that they're in a spot I can go directly to them as soon as I need it. Um so you want to sit there, you want to go through, get rid of the stuff that you might not need anymore. Um, I, I have a bad habit of whenever I'm reading certain things, what I'll do is I'll actually, I'll save the web page. I'll turn that web page into a PDF so I can come back and read an article or I something later. I do that later. a lot. I do that a lot. I do that a lot, but what I have a bad habit of not doing is getting rid of it when yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that's what I need to do. It's like my uh, my phone or my personal computer, my tablet, is, or even my computer here is full of things that I'm like, I don't really need that anymore. That yeah. paper's done or that project is over. Exactly. Like, you know, both of us are in school, mm-hmm. so I have a lot of things that I might have used for school mm-hmm. last semester. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know what? I don't need, I don't necessarily need, it, it's, you know, if it, if it was important, I put it to an important spot. But what I found myself doing is I'll actually make, you know, a junk folder. And I literally call it my junk folder, just like all of us probably have a junk, junk drawer, drawer in the house where you just kind of put stuff. <laughs> yeah. But y'all know every now and then you got to clean the junk drawer out because eventually you can't close it anymore. No, exactly. And well, that's the same thing with my junk folders. I have that on over there and I'll go back and I'll look at them, but then I can, I'll sort it by the date. And if I look at it and I haven't looked back at it in about six months or mm-hmm. so, I just delete it because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything with it. My important stuff, I'm going to put in important folders, important files. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna use you and help you help me okay. set up and get more organized for this new spring season. I I need to do that. We because, can do this. Um, it's funny. I'm more organized at home, like tangibly at home, than I am with my uh, tech life. And I guess because I'm not a techie techie person, as you guys know. You know, I'm not the tech nerd. I'm gonna be there one day, but um, we're getting you there. Yeah, you're, you're getting me there. You're a nerd in training. But I'm like you. What you <laughs> said last week. You said the uh, was it the tech hoarder? Yeah, the electric. <laughs> and actually, you know, I caught a little flack. My my brother-in-law went back and listened. He's like. You really called my mom a whore? Yeah, she's an electronic hoarder. She saves every dang email there is out there. And, uh, you know, and now my wife's the absolute opposite. My wife will be that first one that will delete it and really? go, ooh, ooh, I needed that. Let me tell uh, you uh, something that I thought about yesterday. I was looking at my uh, email here at work, and I, I've been here for almost a year. And I laughed at some of the emails that I got when I first got here. I, mean, I said to myself, why am I holding on to this email? And I had to ask myself that, and then I thought about it. I don't want to delete it because I might need it later. That's how I think about things. If I delete it, oh, my God, I might need it. But I can always go to my deleted files and look at it or find well, it again. Well, I? now, here's the thing. I might, I might pick on you a little bit oh, there, Lord. too. Now, think about it. If you throw things away in your trash can, <laughs> do you keep all the trash? No. Or do you put it out of the street and let it go away? We, we put it out. Okay. Don't, 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 don't use your deleted items for a file catch-all. If you delete it. <laughs> Commit to deleting it. But I don't want people to be confused, too. If it's things that you think you may need to save, 
save them. And that is one of the really big advantages of tech is that for the most part, some of it doesn't take too much space. So, so set you up a folder. Um, you know, like I'll, I have one, you know, uh, handy tips. I have, uh, a folder in my email, for example, for every one of the different programs that mm-hmm. we run up at the office. You know, as I know with this particular vendor, we're dealing with this. So I will save a lot of those emails. It's not like I just sit there and just automatically throw everything away. I will save a lot of that because I may need to go back and reference that, especially if I've been working on a large project. But it comes down to, okay, but organize those things, those things you know you want to keep, the things that you're looking at. It's like, you know, I might need this later. If you might need it later, it's cool. Go ahead, save that. But just put it somewhere and don't just keep it in your main inbox. I tell a lot of people, try to keep that main inbox free and clear and use your folders for reference, very much like you would an old file cabinet at the house. You don't want to keep everything out on your desk, but you want to be able to go reference it whenever you do need it. And another thing we talked about with your technology, it's just like a car. Uh, You have to clean up your you tune up your car every now and then, just like your computer. Your computer needs tuning up. And the way you can do that is to update your software. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, you definitely want to update the software running in there. Uh, software vendors don't update just for the heck of it. They're usually trying to address a performance issue, maybe a security problem, or even adding some new features that may be helpful for you. So keeping those things updated is really, really important. Um, another really important thing about that is that... Um, as you're putting these programs onto your computer, too, you can actually end up cluttering your computer. And we especially do see a performance issue with extra programs installed on your computer. Uh, so the thing that you want to be able to do is get those older programs off because sometimes, you know. You don't um, need them anymore. You don't need them anymore. Okay. Get them out of there because they really definitely will um, affect the performance of your computer. Let me ask you a question. Do you suggest, just say me, for instance, I ask an expert because sometimes I don't know if I need this or I don't need it. So is there, do you suggest we call someone and say, well, help me clean up my computer because I don't know what program I need to update or do I need to delete it or what? You know, if all else fails, you can always honestly shoot, take a screenshot, take your note, shoot it over here to us, you know, in email I have no problem answering that for a lot of folks. There's a lot of things, especially when you get a new computer, so much extra crud comes on them that we just need to kind of clear on out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a I have a couple of – there was actually, a, uh, again, going back, I, there was a section of my book that I wrote that talked about mm-hmm. how to get rid of some stuff in there. So you know, I can send you over some pretty good hints on what you can get rid of, what you might not want to get rid of, and the best way to get rid of them. Now, I did want to bring up something else we talk about whenever we talk about cleaning computer. The word defragment comes up a pretty good bit. And by defragment, what we what what fragmenting in the computer world is basically if you can imagine uh, a disc in general is like a like an old record player. Some of our listeners may be old enough to remember record players. <laughs> but and, and it puts it in random spots. So by what defragmenting does is it takes everything and puts it all kind of closer together to make it easier to find. And back in the day, back in the Windows 95, 98, 2000 days, we had to actually take a lot of manual steps to make sure things stayed defragmented. Now, modern operating systems, Windows 7 and above, for example, do a really good job of doing that automatically. I will caution folks, though, if you run a solid state drive, if you have a solid state drive, which is usually initiated with, it says the letters SSD, you do not want to defragment those. And why? Because they are electronic. That that causes a massive amount of read writes. And quite honestly, there's only so many read writes they actually have for their lives. You will shorten the life of your drive if you defragment a solid state drive, a thumb drive, the camera cards that actually go into your cameras. You don't want to defragment those. Just format them. Okay. Well, we're going to take our final break for the day, but when we return, we're going to continue our conversation on spring cleaning your technology. If you have any questions, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We'll be right back after the break. workshop for high school students was amazing. I learned new skills and now I'm pursuing a career in film production. 
That's my MPB story. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. to the entire show at mpbonline.org slash everydaytech. It's also available on the MPB Media app. Well, as you can tell from the song coming in, our intro song, thanks Java Chapman, uh, we've been discussing spring cleaning your tech, keeping your tech fresh and clean Keep and it fresh tidy. And clean. <laughs> oh, gosh, please. You know, what, you know what's funny? And, you know, we, um, I don't know, you guys didn't call in today, but, you know, Everybody keeps their home, most people. You keep your bathroom, you keep your kitchen, you keep your den, and you keep your house clean, you keep your grass the cut. common areas. I know, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to walk in a lot of people's bedrooms. No, or their closet. Don't go up in the closet Don't now. go in the closet. That's Avoid where you throw garage. everything. But you know what? Uh, technology is the same way. And uh, this is what, this part right here is what I really want to talk about, that Outside, that hardware, that modem. <laughs> you made a comment, you told me last week, people get serious when their computer starts sounding like a car driving down a truck, a loud truck driving yes. down the street. If you turn on your computer and you think a jet engine is taking off from Jackson International Airport, you may have a dust problem. And and you said the way to offset that is don't clean it Every six months, maintain, and I hate to say maintain the maintenance, but maintain the maintenance on your computer. Keep the, like we said earlier, keep the uh, keyboard dusted with that um, con- compressed air. I love yeah. those things. You keep, keep that uh, keyboard clean. How do you clean the modem, though? How do you uh, keep you mean the, the box? Dust? Yeah, that box. Well, the box. The box. Well, the best way to clean the box is, and this may scare a few people. Oh, Lord. With it turned off, uh-huh. open it up. What? Yeah, you got a vacuum cleaner? Take the little hose in there, kind of suck that dust off, that little same compressed air you're talking about, kind of pop yeah. it on in there. Uh-huh. It, it's amazing. People aren't scared to open up so much. They just seem to be very afraid of opening the computer. Modern computers are very easy. Now, do not try this on your laptop. Yeah, do not I'm open your laptop. breathing hard, guys. You open your uh, modem up, and then you try to put it back together. That's like me. I had a car trouble yesterday. I'm going to try to fix it myself, and then it won't work right. I'm like, well, this isn't really, you know. Will's told me to open my modem, and now my computer won't turn on. Now, don't don't go in there and start yanking cables around, but you'd actually be surprised. Your your, your CPU, the central processing unit, mm-hmm. basically the brain of your computer mm-hmm. has usually a giant heat mm-hmm. sink and a mm-hmm. fan on top of it. Okay. And that's what's going to get all cluttered. Blow that dust on out of there. Now, if you're a little bit too nervous to go into mm-hmm. it, just maybe take your uh, your vacuum cleaner, like the little hose, or yeah. Yeah, the extension hose, and go near the different vents around your computer and just try to suck out some of the dust. Again, make sure it's turned off when you're doing that. It's just you probably won't hurt anything, but I just always tell people that's a really good precaution. But the same thing with your laptops. Take that little uh, that little soft little mm-hmm. brush with the vacuum cleaner. It'll, it'll do wonders. Wow. Okay. We're going to go to Memphis right now, Memphis, Tennessee, and speak with Ela. She wants to know how do you free up the room on your phone? Uh, we talked about that. Hi, Ela. Hi, how are you guys? Good morning. Thanks for calling Good in. Morning. Thank you for being there for even the Memphis people. <laughs> yes, indeed. We love y'all up there. Yes, thank you for listening and supporting um, MPB. Thank you. Um, okay, so I have uh, 91% on my Android. Uh, Samsung Android is full, and I'm trying to collect, declutter, and um, only 25% is stuff that I know. The other stuff, 75% of it is pretty much under other and i can't figure out what other is because i can't find it in the files i can't i mean i don't know what they are so how do we go about you know like figuring out what other is and if i can delete other well (laughs) usually what other is it's kind of um it's kind of the digital junk drawer i guess is a nice way Uh of putting it um well for example um text messages if you're the kind of person who never deletes your text message, and, and yeah, I see, see Michelle's raising her hands and dancing for us here. 
Um, what will end up happening, you know, as you have text messages going back and forth and we all send videos and pictures and everything else, if you save them forever, it becomes other. <laughs> um, if you are a heavy, I, I go through this a lot with my daughter. My daughter loves Snapchat with all of her little friends. But the more and more you're sending stuff back and forth, people think that it deletes and goes away. No, it becomes other. Uh, a lot of social media is bad about that. If you're in Facebook and watching the videos, it will store local copies. And the reason that your phone is doing this is because it wants to give you a quicker experience. You can get back to this information. But the problem is it does become that clutter. Now, on some of those, I've seen you can actually go into the apps themselves and you ter- tell it to clear out temporary files. Now, Jeremy. Oh, um Jeremy is our, our normal Android yeah. guy. Uh, um, you know, Ela, if you email the show, email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Uh, Jeremy can probably answer that question quick in her. He's our Android expert. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the iPhone, iPhone expert. Um, now, what I have had to do, like with my Facebook mm-hmm. and some of those things before, quite honestly, and this sounds like a very archaic way of doing it. I just delete the app and then reinstall it. All my information is – so once I log back in to, say, for example, Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, uh, Pinterest, by the way, is another really big one that stores a lot of information mm-hmm. on your phone. And, the, and I, I hate that, but the apps do not give you an easy way to clean temp files. What I've had to do is I've had to just delete it and then add it back in, mm-hmm. uh, and that has freed up a lot for me sometimes. Well, thank you, Ela, for calling in, and hopefully that helped you. Don't forget to email the show, and we can possibly get that answer, question answered. Uh, yeah, specifically, specifically on Android. Right. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, I just want to say uh, clean those um, those accessories, your earbuds, your Bluetooth. If your wires are sticking out of your charger, it's time to get a new charger. Amen. I know it still works. I'm guilty. It still works. It plugs up and it charges your uh, device. Get a new charger. So we're talking about spring cleaning your tech. Everything from updating software, deleting apps, to cleaning your actual hardware, to cleaning those earbuds and Bluetooth and those pesky, pesky fried wires that we keep using, Java Chapman. Uh, I ask him to borrow. Can I borrow your, uh, and he, I'm guilty of it too, but you know, let's keep our tech clean. We want to thank you for joining us today on Everyday Tech. Now, if you missed part of the show and want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast. Now, Java Chapman was our board operator. And our phone screener was Miss Lori Thompson. For Wilts Couture, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo up next. And join us next week at 10 for more Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio.